Welcome to the Cup and Saucy Book Club. I'm Jen. And I'm Zanna. What's in your cup today, Zanna? I'm drinking a trope tea from the Ripped Bodice, one that you've had before, snowed in cinnamon buns yeah. in honor of this holiday season. Seemed appropriate for this winter season, even though we rarely get snow in South Carolina. How about you? Well, since it's a little later in the day when we're recording this, I am switching over to an herbal and I'm drinking Peaceful Harmony. This is from another tea from Kitchen Witch Gourmet. And mm -hmm. it's a blend of spearmint, cinnamon, hibiscus, and stevia leaf, which makes it naturally sweet. And that's much like our guest today. Alexis Page is a classically trained actress, singer, and dancer with over two decades of performance and stage experience. Having loved reading since she was a little girl, Alexis has found a way to combine her love of performing with lifelong passion for giving voice to unheard stories. Although she may be a seasoned character, stage actor and singer, when it comes to audiobook narration, her voice is recognized for her ability to bring a youthful vibrancy, nuance and vulnerability to her protagonist. She's been described by Troy Duran also on this show as walking, talking sunshine. Alexis, welcome to the program. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, what an introduction, <laughs> right? Oh my gosh, no pressure. No, no, no pressure. pressure. I, yeah, no, I, no. Oh my gosh, I, I don't, I, your teas sound phenomenal. What um, have you got in way. your cup? What you got in yours? Nothing that fancy. It's lemon chamomile with honey. Oh, that sounds nice. <laughs> that though. sounds very nice. See, yeah, I should be having that classic. instead of something that has like caffeine and a little bit of it feels like sugar. I don't know. Yeah, it's got <laughs> a little uh, wired. Her tea has and it's later for me. in it, which I think are yeah. probably have a little sugar in them. That's <laughs> eh, probably not the best I mean, idea. It's delicious, though. It is good. It, it, it is good. It's worth it. Yeah, absolutely right. worth it. <laughs> Why not have cinnamon buns when, you know? <laughs> right, and you got that at the Rip Bodice. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. That was yeah. one. Of the I trope bought teas. like all the teas that they had. <laughs> bought every one of the trope teas when we were there. Oh, I'm so envious. I want to go there so badly. <laughs> yeah. Well, next time you're in LA, mm -hmm. make sure to let me know, and I will. Like, I will come with you because I'll probably need more trope tea by then. <laughs> yes, you absolutely. Probably will. Let's do it. I'm so down. Well, you've got your start in in narration and sort of just like didn't start small at all I mean you started with out of the gate with big names and what made you decide to go uh, to take that jump into narration from doing from doing stage and screen work so I've always loved performing it's been my background I had a period where I kind of took a break and I moved away from LA and New York and Life changes, and when you're no longer paying rent in those cities, living in very, you know, apartment-sized facilities. Yes. <laughs> you know, Tiny you tend to, spaces. You, time, you tend to kind of want to really keep your space <laughs> and quiet, but I miss performing, and I've always been an avid reader. I always loved doing, if I could do, like, commercials for cars or other things back in the day, doing some voice acting. However, I never truly thought about narrating just because I don't have what I guess you could call a typical voice in this industry. Since my voice is a little bit more on the youthful side, it was really a girlfriend of mine who we were reading audiobooks back and forth together. And she was like, why don't you do this? You really mm -hmm. should do this. And it just planted the seed that just kept just being there in the back of my mind and 
So then it just kind of festered and festered. And <laughs> then I was like, well, you know, this could be kind of great because it gives you the opportunity to perform, the mm -hmm. freedom to really just kind of play, right? Like the, the childlike thing that you get when you perform an act that I really love to use your imagination and just kind of have free reign, if you will, to a degree, right? But I truly didn't know if it was something that would even be feasible. And so I didn't tell anyone that I was kind of practicing, that I was investigating this down, down this road or this field. And I kept it really close to the, to my chest and it was kind of, I don't know, just one thing. And then I felt like I had studied and I had practiced and I had brushed up and I have a degree in performing arts mm -hmm. and I've taken many acting classes over the years. And so it wasn't so much the performance side, more along the lines of would anyone want to just sit and hear my voice, mm -hmm. you know? And I think, I mean, maybe some people aren't that way, but I'm not exactly the biggest fan of my voice. I'm learning to be a fan of my voice. <laughs> Actually, but, most people are not yeah, a fan most of their own voice. So yeah. it's really interesting to be like, oh, yeah, you can do this. They're going to want to listen to you. And I'm like, mm, I kind of am not so sure. And so truthfully, I thought I was going to maybe go more into fantasy mm -hmm. books yeah. just because my background, I'm really good at character voices, kind sure. of doing cartoon type things. Um, okay. So I really thought doing YA, fantasy children's books was going to be my avenue and then I was it was really in January that I was like you know I really want to do this like this is really something that's like it feels like something that I was meant to do like I finally no matter I've always loved performing I've always loved the stage however for me it wasn't just like I loved one thing with my whole heart if that makes sense yeah and this just feels like home a little bit for me. Oh, okay, yeah. Which is petrifying when you're in your 30s and you're pursuing a brand new dream. And right. it's really scary to take that leap oh, yeah. of faith, right? And to even admit to yourself that you want something so badly, mm -hmm. right? And so I was like, you know, I'm going to reach out to someone in the industry whom I highly, highly respect, see if maybe they do some private coaching, maybe get some feedback, because I believe that they would be honest with me if this could be even a reasonable path for me to pursue. And so I was lucky enough that they agreed to meet with me, and I prepared this fantasy script, and I thought it was going to be fantastic. And it just did not go the way that I had hoped. Oh, no. <laughs> it was absolutely atrocious. And oh, I think no. it was it was a combination of just adrenaline and fear. Uh -huh. And yeah. then my power had kept going off and on. Oh, and I was having oh, internet troubles. Oh, and it was no. all of these things combined that I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I could not get out of my head. Towards the end, I kind of was able to turn it around a little bit. But the person was like, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. If it wasn't for this last 20, 30 minutes, I'd probably discourage you from going down this path. <laughs> it, I mean, it was that bad. But it was honestly probably the best moment I could have had, to be honest, because mm -hmm. it yeah. really, it set everything in stone for me of like, mm -hmm. oh, I don't care. I'm doing this no matter what. Like it gave me that right. kind of nudge a little bit, if you will. But the person advised me that romance needs a lane for some youthful sounding voices there's a lot mm. of college age there's a lot yeah, of there's... younger voices 
And so, you know, and I like Brooke Daniels. She's excellent. Michelle Sparks, they have can do more of that youthful. I mean, a lot of them can, but it just made me feel like maybe there was an avenue. And so I started practicing, reading things and romances obviously one of my favorites I mean yeah I'm like, you I mean guys, you're I, you're I a romance books. reader yeah and for, I love fantasy books time, too yeah. but I'm definitely a romance reader mm-hmm. and so I kind of started pursuing this met with the person again and it was like a night and day difference and then it was just like after that I was like okay I'm gonna just keep practicing and practicing after about I guess that was back in January February I don't remember and then in April I finally felt like, you know, why don't we just kind of see what kind of feedback we can get, right? Let's mm-hmm. maybe submit to some audition comp- or to production companies, see if we can get any bait, kind of see, you know, if I can get feedback on growth and other sure. things that I can alter. Never in a million billion years did I anticipate getting brought onto rosters, getting, you know, anything and it, it was, was like right the away. very next yeah. day I got brought on to Troy Duran's company wow, nice and I think a week later I had an audition for Audio mm-hmm. Sorceress for the book that I'm actually recording right now it's Teddy Hamilton and okay. I was like how is wow. this my first okay. ever casting is yeah. with Teddy Hamilton like this <laughs> this doesn't happen it was mind-boggling like I was like okay well I can retire now like this is fine like this is more than I ever thought I would have and then I've reached the peak and I just got here yeah well and I was astounded and then about a week later I got casted in Trilina Pucci's book for Not So Lucky and then the the very next day I got C.R. Jane's The Pucking Wrong Number and I was like okay I've gone cuckoo like this I'm <laughs> I'm in a coma somewhere and I'm having like the best dream of my life and you're gonna wake up and go this is, didn't even happen <laughs> right I was like I'm okay just being in this coma no one wake me up like it's okay right yeah. right <laughs> but it's it I just it was so I still don't I'm not sure it's, this is real life to be honest with you I mean it's been well I've been listening to fucking wrong numbers so I can tell you that it's real life yeah well, thank I've heard your really. voice yeah, yeah you're there well, thank and you. you sound great I, I just hope to do the author's proud you know at the end of the day yeah. the number one thing to me is just bringing to life what they envisioned in any mm-hmm. way that I can possibly do that you know so anything else is just icing on the cake but yeah I nice. know it's surreal so you've already got work that you're currently recording work that you have under your belt I mean what a way to what a way to start off this this career and it's only going to take off from there you're kind thank you (laughs) if you're putting it manifesting it putting it out in the universe who else do you want to work with like authors narrators who do you want to work with I know this may sound cliche but honestly I mean the people I've already worked with or I'm working with are people that would have been on this list. I mean, Teddy mm-hmm. Hamilton, the cast of Not So Lucky, working oh, with sure. Troy Duran, C.R. Jane, you know, Trelina. It's already happening. And I, anyone, I'm just, I'm just thankful, like, to be given the opportunity. I have so much respect for all these people in this industry who inspired me to want to do this and, you know, make incredible books and audiobooks and so I I don't feel like I can manifest I think I've, I think I'm, I need to pay the bill to be honest like I think 
That there are dues still? Yeah. Oh, for oh. sure. There has to be. <laughs> sure. You know, full disclosure to our audience, Alexis and I are friends. We first met just after she put out a video that was on TikTok and went viral that was with her mom, Bodie. You gave her a Christmas gift. Tell us about that video because you know which one I'm talking about. <laughs> I do. Yes. Yeah. My mom and I have always been probably borderline inappropriate close. <laughs> if you were to combine Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin, Ellen DeGeneres, and Joan Rivers, that's my mother. Like, oh, she's nice. just okay. this hodgepodge of personality. And she sounds so, like she's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's incredible. Absolutely. She's my hero. I oh, can't cry. I got her into audiobooks because I was buying her books, and she lives in a small town in Kansas. Mm-hmm. And the closest bookstore is Barnes and Nobles, which is over an hour and a half away from her. Right. Yeah. So yeah. like we were, I would Amazon her books or do things and it would take a while. And I was like, I want you to get into audiobooks. So I started getting her into audiobooks. And one of the very first series that I knew would hook her was the Ravenhood trilogy. Mm. And so my mom just head over heels fell in love with Joe Arden and Maxine. And right. who, as of who doesn't, I mean, they're absolute just legends. I mean, Right. Magic always. But her favorite character was Tobias. And when I tell you, I wish I would not have played her that audiobook because of the way <laughs> my daily, she would blow up my phone daily with just different things about that book. And at first it was great. But then after a couple months, it's like, okay, it's mom, like, I get it. I love I get it. it. I, yeah. I understand. Like, <laughs> whew, okay. Anyway, so then she became like, went down the rabbit hole of Joe Arden books and was like, what else has he done? I need to listen. I need to listen. And that was always her favorite. So I was ordering myself when it was being released, The Chameleon Effect from Mm -hmm. him. And I noticed at the time that you could buy a personalized message as well. Uh, Yeah, right. So I was like, oh, I'm going to keep this in mind for, for later. So getting closer to Christmas, I did a custom message for my mom and I, you know, I didn't know if he would do anything or if was allowed to do anything, sure. but had mentioned that she was such a fan of Tobias and then got her another book, uh, got her the chameleon effect, which he signed and mm-hmm. gave it to her for a Christmas present. I thought I was so sneaky with the way I was going to play it for her. And I thought it was good. So I gave her the book. She opened the book. And then I got the the wine that's mentioned in the Ravenhood series for her oh, as okay. well. Yeah. So I thought while she was opening the wine, I could start hitting play and she would hear the the recording start. And she just was like zoned into opening this wine and didn't hear. <laughs> so I had to kind of give her a little shake there. But like, then hey, all of a mom, sudden. Listen, listen, listen she, to this. <laughs> then she picked up on it. It's still her ringtone. And just <laughs> absolutely, like to this day, it's the best Christmas present she's ever received. And it just, wow. Yeah. It really, she, I mean, and Joe's incredible and yeah. you know, it was just. The the thing that struck me about that video was just like, she's talking to you and whoever's, you know, your, I'm assuming your family off camera and she's just like, and that Frenchman is just so sexy. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. She's like, he started talking and she goes, Oh, Joe Arden has the sexiest voice, especially his French accent. Like, and then and then he starts to do it. He had so the actual message was very, very kind and long. So I had to kind of Uh cut it, and I and I wanted to keep some of that private for her as well. Yeah, sure, sure. As it was nearing, he said uh, he was going to leave her with the final message, and she goes, "Talk to me in French." (laughs) (laughs) 
and then and then he he spoke to her as Tobias, and it was just oh, like wow. the okay. icing on the cake for her. So oh, and wow. I so I have to know. I mean, as she's a fan of romance, you're a fan of romance, and now you've gotten in, her into audiobooks. Has she listened to the? Not only has she listened, but she is like telling everyone in my very very small <laughs> town. <laughs> About these books, and I'm like, oh boy. Mom, my third grade teacher does not no. need to hear this. <laughs> you know, like, like. I mean, the yeah. People, yeah, it's just, it's, you know, I. She's proud, and I love that. And That's awesome. actually, it's it's kind of a I one of the. You know, I tell her, I like, I don't need to hear your thoughts on certain scenes, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she, she's like, honestly, once I get into it, it's, you know, I don't hear you. I don't hear you as right. my daughter. I hear these characters. So to me, honestly, that's it's a great compliment. Ad- yeah, 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 exactly. That's an she's like, compliment. It's a- and I've heard that from some of my friends as well. So I'm like, you know, that makes me feel better. But also like, oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, so. See, that's yeah, what's so, going to keep you working. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm hopefully. I mean, whew. she definitely listens to all the books. She is hounding me. She is telling everyone. She's a very proud mama bear. Excellent. Yeah. As she should be. As she should yeah. be. We're both proud mama bears ourselves. Mm-hmm. I, I understand what you mean, though. Because it's not traditional, for sure. You know. My mom sends me TikToks all day long. Mm-hmm. I have limited her to six. <laughs> <laughs> and she respects that, which is most great. of the time, yeah. <laughs> I, I do have to remind her and go, Mom, you're reaching your mm-hmm. cutoff, <laughs> your daily cutoff. <laughs> I don't always like her listening to this podcast either, so mm-hmm. so I, I do understand. Yeah. You know, you always want your you want to make, do your parents proud, right? That's yeah. it's right. a thing. And and you have that I love that we have such an open relationship. Mm-hmm. But like I said, sometimes it's borderline. I don't know. Like a ther- we would be a therapist dream. I'm pretty sure at times, <laughs> you know, something like this, especially, <laughs> you know, there's probably there's something that would be said. There's but we talk today you know, about boundaries. Yeah. But we're, but we're not discussing them. Right. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you know, like, I know, you know, but I just I don't need to know, you know. Kind of a right. Right. <laughs> Now, obviously, because you have tried fantasy and are right now in your romance is the is the sweet spot for you. There, you know, there's genres you Absolutely. would like to try. I'm open to all. I actually have a, another pseudonym that I use for YA, basically non-romance type things. Mm-hmm. Sure. Just hope to keep growing. And, you know, mm-hmm. I would love to do fantasy. I would love to do, you know, a thriller or mystery sci-fi anything I'm very open I just I'm maybe I'm not the biggest into non-fictions or things Mm -hmm. I really like to get lost you know but I'm really open to everything excellent do you have time to read still or has it gotten so busy that so I definitely have slowed down on my reading I definitely still read I think my listening has slowed down quite a bit Mm. which is unfortunate but I, I kind of did it on purpose a little bit, too, because I'm really trying to develop my own voice a little right. bit. And I've already been inspired by so many of these sure. people and women, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't want to be too much monkey see, monkey do, if you will. Right, right. right. And I'm very much that person. If I'm listening to something, 
frequently or then I notice start, I, I tend to, yeah. to pantomime a little bit. Yeah, to right, imitate right. a little bit. Yeah. Listening is just kind of, it's been a little bit slower, I can say, mm-hmm. <laughs> unfortunately. You and I have done a couple of buddy reads together and I have given you stuff to, to read and then say, you know, what do we think for, for casting that? Yeah. You know, I, I would say having spoken to, uh, we've spoken to, oh, a dozen narrators at this point. <laughs> About that, in very, yeah. Yeah, in, in varying stages in their careers. I think the advice that we can offer you for that is read now while you can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before you can't anymore, <laughs> or at least not read for pleasure. <laughs> Last year, I had read, I think, like 300 books or so. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I'm not joking when I say I was like devouring books. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know how, how I did it. And this See, year, I think I'm See, that's not even like... anything close to me, Zana. <laughs> so, I mean, I I didn't, I don't think I read half that this last year. Oh, my gosh. It, it, it was, I only read yeah. what you tell me to. No, that's not entirely true. <laughs> no, I read that's not true. on my own. You only read romance, I tell you to. <laughs> well, no, you didn't tell me to read or you know to to oh i didn't tell you to read the fucking wrong, wrong number. number you did that no, on your own troy yeah. well troy dared me to read it he was just like get on board with this you need to you know yeah <laughs> told me about some of the the things about this stalker guy oh gosh uh, i'm sorry you're not of interest you're not really into dark romance though right i'm not really into romance that's yeah. sort of our shtick is that you know she tells me yeah. to read things and then we talk about it but i am into suspense and mystery and like true crime stuff and so i tend to read everything through murder colored glasses anyway and so when i see something like walking red flags yeah <laughs> walking red flags like the male mm-hmm. main character in in fucking wrong number i'm like hmm. yeah in reality it would never yeah in reality it's very very different in reality yeah. we're like you it's, yes and we have talked on this show about reality mm-hmm. versus fantasy and how these are very much just fantasy books i get that but yeah. yeah, so but I'm actually kind of enjoying the Yeah, it's really interesting. That one, yeah. Lincoln is a whole new breed, he, I think. Yeah. He's something. Yeah. The second one, The Pucking Wrong Guy, um, is mm-hmm. Ari's book. And okay. it's oh gosh, we just did that and it's incredible. It's phenomenal. I mean yeah. the the pucking wrong number is mm-hmm. is wonderful, but this one's really, really special. Ari is okay. like it's reverse grumpy sunshine. A oh, little. okay. Which and I really he, like, actually. <laughs> yeah. And Ari has, he has the obsessive, crazy things that we love from, from dark romance, if you will. However, he is like the epitome of like a golden retriever puppy and sunshine. Yeah. I so got that so, so, much so far humor. from from his <sighs> character from Pucking Wrong yeah, Number, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And then the banter between him and Lincoln are just phenomenal. Right. Yeah. It's really wonderful. Cool. When you were working on these other projects, how many of these were, they were all duets so far, right? Yes. How has that experience been? Because, I mean, not only are you working with these top level. Very well established. Very well established and successful folks. You're doing it together. Oh, yeah. I very, I mean, it's magical right I mean it's Mm -hmm. like the thing you always dream of you know there's that element and just the you know obviously the positive wonderful side however it's also kind of feeling like you're being thrown out in a tsunami in the middle of the ocean without like any floaties kind of a situation (laughs) because of 
I mean, these people are great, you know, and they they're, sure. they're like the Marvel people, like the le- like yeah. the top top top, you know. So I'm like, I can't be the weak link. It's a lot of pressure, but it's it was I was very I mean, admittedly pretty underprepared mentally for the the quickness of recording the poking wrong number and not so mm-hmm. lucky i didn't know the multicast situation i mean generally mm-hmm. it, it pretty much records like a duet but yeah. i was not sure exactly how the process would go like if we do mm-hmm. an x amount going back and forth if it's you know just winging it if you will how it was going to kind of transpire throughout and i had a i had a I think I had, gosh, maybe a week to get both mm. books done. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> oh, that is no time. Oh, yeah. dear. I didn't really have time to to overthink it, but right. I also didn't have time to Just necessarily <laughs> kind of prepare. Right. And also, I hadn't done a full-length book and such like this either. So, Wow. And I think it was just like, I can't let these authors down. I can't let my co-narrators down, you know, like Mm -hmm. that was really the biggest thing in the back of my mind was just, you know, trying to step up, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and hopefully be able to, to do that and to, you know, not be like, I was given this gift and now like, I'm gonna just kind of throw it away. I just held my breath and went, you know? I think too, though, that even though there is the stature of the people you're working with, but there's also them as human beings i mean these are Mm -hmm. we're talking about people who have respect for their coworkers, and this is a this is a community generally that is very that works very well together yeah they're very supportive of each other and they're very supportive of each other i have to admit i was absolutely one of the one of the other contributing factors to my terror was how they were going to react to a nobody being right. a part of these projects. Now, with the Pucking Wrong Number, you know, I did it with Troy, and it was through Dark Star and then Podium. And, you know, it was already such an honor that he was the first person to sign me and to kind of take a risk on me and then to attach himself, you know. So that was already such a, a huge feat. But, you know, I'd had a few interactions with him. The others, I you know, all I've done is just been a fan. You know, right, yeah. they, they don't know me from the person right. in the next town. So it just, I was like, oh gosh. And it all got announced so fast. And I was like, I just hope that, you know, I can portray how much respect I have and how much I admire them. And, you know, I don't, you know, it just, it's, it's kind of like you're, you feel like a little girl putting on your mom's shoes and playing dress up and just hoping <laughs> that it's like right. tolerated. I was really scared uh, to see how they were going to react if they were going to be like, who's this nobody coming in and, you know, versus people who are so incredibly talented that have been, you know, that work in this industry and and do this. And so, but they were phenomenal. And once again, just proving how incredibly magical this community is and how like accepting and, and just, it's one of the, you don't get this sense of acceptance, I guess, if you will, pretty much in, in a lot of places in, in life and in, in well and fields. performing for sure I mean exactly it's... <laughs> it, you get a lot of I mean I, I hate to say that but you know there's a lot of people who will be happy for you until they suss you out if you will yeah right. and, and, <laughs> and or until you're in direct competition with them and then and right then you're done absolutely 
Yeah. And it's just kind of how it is. And so I, I didn't know how different this was going to be. It was just nerves. And, but like mm-hmm. Samantha was one of the first people to respond back to me and she's just, you know, Samantha Brentler she's from, is just, uh, well, she's a, we, yeah, we, like, we adore yeah. her. <laughs> right. How can you not, you know? And it's just, and then, uh, I met with you when we went to, uh, the chameleon effect in LA. Yeah. Uh, I got to converse with Teddy and I knew I had, you know, not so lucky. And then this duet that we're recording now coming up and he's just another, you know, just like, phenomenal human being yeah and just yeah. made me He's feel a very genuine and, person yeah it's just everyone is it's really like i have it i this community is just absolutely the best hands down the readers the authors that just everyone so. it's it's what i love well and i have to give another full disclosure here to um to our listeners i handle our social media so Zana does Zana does our editing. She does our graphics. I do basically everything to the outside world. So you know, I book our guests. I and I do our social media. Being a woman of a certain age, my savvy with TikTok is at a particular level. Alexis has been giving me TikTok lessons, and I um, I am sure that everybody is seeing it uh, the the difference. So I just wanted to say thank you that oh gosh, uh, while yeah. it's on recorded because it's already made a difference. <laughs> oh my god! Well, I'm just happy to help. I yeah. I don't know anything. Yeah. I'm they change everything so frequently, right? That it's just no one can keep up, really. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, Zana, she's she's I'm... already she's already a fan of ours. We're, we're in her booth. <laughs> yeah, she, defi- heck yes, you're in my booth. And you're yeah. in a photo with me in here. Yep. Nice. But yeah, we're yeah. we're in the booth with her. Absolutely. So see, you have you have our support anytime you need yes, it. Yes, always. <laughs> I'm, I've been a listener. I listen every week. Yeah. Awesome. I, yeah oh, I'm, well, even better. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so what's coming up? So you're you're currently working on projects, I know. But you yeah. also have stuff in the pipeline. What's uh, what's coming up? So currently recording Love Me Always, uh, written by Samantha Jane. And it is a duet narration with Teddy Hamilton, one in a five book series. Ooh, nice. Oh, what great. It is. Oh, it's so, so it's wonderfully incredible book. It's a dark mafia romance, mm-hmm. but okay. he falls first kind of a situation. And they're very equally balanced lead characters so Mm -hmm. it's not very you have a really wonderfully balanced femininity and masculinity throughout this book which sometimes in dark mafia romance you don't generally get the alphas tend to be really alpha yeah which you know i i down them still i love i I I love an audience for it you know but i i really love that you know i get to play anastasia and she's just just as strong yeah. and 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 has just as much power and say in, in her own life and in the situation and it's and Samantha Jane's incredible and Teddy of course is just you know it's I'm ear, I'm ear, starting ear to shivers. embrace uh Teddy's <laughs> darker side if I if I can say yeah dark my, Teddy the dark Teddy yeah because I mean first off I was listening to him in rom-coms so mm-hmm. you know that's yeah. That was my first yeah. introduction to Teddy Hamilton. Yes. 
And then you actually you and I read Haunting Adeline together, and mm-hmm. and yeah, so that was like, okay, that's that's yeah, a new, definitely a new kind of Teddy to to get. <laughs> yeah, absolutely different. This mm-hmm. one is not that dark, <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely not comedic Teddy, if you will. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I think shortly after that, doing the third, the Pucking Wrong Time which is the third book in the Pucking Rock series by C.R. Jane. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's probably all I'm allowed to discuss at this point. (laughs) That's no problem. That's that's quite a bit, though, you got on your you got on your plate. And what a way to and what a way to start the holiday season, uh, the holiday (laughs) season and into the new year. And absolutely. Well, and, you know, you didn't know one, you know, one year ago when you did that, when you did that video with your mom, that that it was that that was all going to be taking place, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't know six months ago that this could be. I, <laughs> I still don't know that this is possible. Right. You know? right. Oh, that's right. That's right. She's yeah. she's in a she's I'm in, in a her coma dream somewhere, state. You know, right? Yeah. <laughs> she's in her dream state. I'm don't in a wake her up. bin. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, no. no sudden movements I'm, or anything. <laughs> no, I I don't think anyone in their right mind would be able to fathom this at all. I mean, yeah. getting yeah. one of these. It would be unfathomable, but to to get succession, to do what I feel yeah. like I've already had, I like I said, I'm just there aren't words, yeah, you yeah. know, just shock, gratitude, f- fear, <laughs> 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 but just total enthusiasm and excitement, and like I said, it just I hope that I can do it, do these authors and books justice, and I'm pretty sure you I can. Mean, it it yeah. just I think it feels right, so. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I think you're where you're supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And we haven't we haven't seen you at book events yet. So this is because it's the early point. But will we be seeing you at any book events in 2024? So I'm attending as a reader, not a Okay. I've already had my ticket before this all happened. Uh, <laughs> to Readers Take Denver. So I'm well, very we'll excited be, to yeah. see you there. Yeah. We'll yeah. see you there. I'm going to be signing at Dark Star in August. Awesome. We will see you there, too. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) We'll be there, too. Those are my official ones. I might go troll the lobby of Book Bonanza (laughs) when that takes place because it's relatively close. So I might just go say hi to some friends if they pop in and whatnot. But I'm I'm such an introvert. Like, I can be extroverted in situations, but I'm... I feel you. I feel you on that. (laughs) Yeah, I am. It's one of the reasons I like this this field and world so much. Right, because you can sit in a, yeah. Well, not only is it just kind of, you're in solitude. Right. I'm a little socially awkward. I can admit it. I am a unique individual. Girl, who same. word vomits. And <laughs> so this, you know, this saves me from word vomiting and auditions and having uh-huh. the physical side of things. And so it's just, I like my little box here. Yeah. <laughs> your little box is uh, you custom made that i did i'm i need you to tell xana how your booth is constructed because she will she will love this okay i think it's a little poetic to be honest okay i my booth i made out of bookcases i oh that's nice (laughs) i think that's that's brilliant yeah you know recording booths are extremely expensive and, yeah, they are. And yeah. I know I've been very lucky to have gotten uh-huh. what I've gotten. However, 
I'm not positive that I still am going to have a career in this in six months or or longer to invest in something like that for now. So I was really trying to get creative and I, my place isn't quite large enough and I don't have, you know, my closet won't work because of some high frequencies that no matter what I do, Uh I can't get out. And I was really trying to get creative in what I could do. And so I was staring, I was laying in bed and I was staring at my bookcases, which are made out of the Ikea Billy bookcases. Yeah, yeah sure. And I'm just staring I'm at them. Very familiar like, with Billy bookcases. Oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of us are. It's or, like, yeah. It's, yeah, it's I can the, put one together in 20 minutes. Right? By yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, yeah, especially. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was just, I was like, you know, that's a really good height. And it's kind of got a good depth on it. And it's made out of like wood. And I know the weight limit. And it's just kind of, I was sitting there, I was like, hmm. And so, because I was looking at like, she sheds and like store outdoor right, storage right. sheds and like I and you know building just out of like wood and such but then the weight of things and I'm by myself and uh-huh. you know I'm good at carpentry but I'm not that good at carpentry alone and so sure, yeah. it just I was like you know so I got out some string on my floor and I like uh-huh. measured them everything out kind of did like a frame on my on, yeah, yeah yeah I'm in my dining room and I was uh-huh. like, you know, this is a perfect space. And I know what depth I have to soundproof. And then uh-huh. I was like, you know, and if I'm careful about how I soundproof things, I now have a ton of bookcases later. Should I be able to upgrade into another book? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. See, I, and it'll be multifunctional for yeah, oh, you know, no, repurposing. It, I love for sure. I love that. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I love it. So I soundproofed six or seven Billy bookcases, you know, like the tall nice. skinny ones and wider yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. And, and somehow it worked really well. And so I was like, well, this is poetic. I am inside a bookcase. <laughs> Narrating books. I love it. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely adore it. I mean, yes. I, when she told me that she did this, I said, I was like, God, I wish, I wish I had the space <laughs> to do that myself. I'm trying to yeah. think where I have the space. Because I, <laughs> I mean, because you've got a bigger space than I've got. But I do, I do, but it's kind of weirdly configured. So um, yeah, yeah. I, I will say I did not need seven. I definitely went oh. overzealous <laughs> with my seven. I very much could have had like three of the thirty-one mm-hmm. inch ones that are the exterior. And yeah, then I have yeah, yeah. Basically, four skinny ones side to side on either side, and I could have gotten mm-hmm. rid of two of them for sure. Okay. And so, but, but then I mean, you got bookcases, so but yeah, you got bookcases, you know, and I do, which I mean, I can't use right now. So I mean, my stack of books will remain on my floor because my bookcases <laughs> well, are overflowing. So, so is the back of the bookcase with so the I on it, or do so you have actually? So I have it on the exterior. I have some, but what I did is I took um, a combination of. Um, housing, like soundproof, like the fiberglass. Yeah. I basically laid these bookcases flat. I did a combination of a three-inch memory foam mattress uh-huh. that I okay. measured and cut out, and then I put b- on the uh, backside of, you know, a, a layer of yeah. housing insulation. And then I needed to kind of seal it in, but I didn't want to glue things or things because sure. I would like to reuse these later. Right, so right. I took the cardboard boxes that the bookcases came in oh nice and i cut them and kind of blended like mushed it all together which gave it another this girl is a genius yeah right i took like packing tape and just kind of did like a seal around and then on the back side i have my black panel sound Uh things that i was able to then tack into the cardboard and memory foam and so i have like 
I don't know, five and a half inches of soundproofing that that's brilliant you know not only is she walking talking sunshine (laughs) she's absolutely brilliant yeah since we have this now recorded Uh i'm gonna play this back for my husband to say (laughs) hey babe so what do you think of this because he'll he'll listen to all of this and go challenge accepted you know (laughs) really i mean though the entirely with the the panels the I went to Walmart and got king size, uh-huh. you know, a mem- mattress topper with the memory sure. foam. Right. Home Depot and the bookcases with the seven, which you wouldn't need that many. I am under six hundred dollars for this whole nice. booth, which, which is, I mean, that's is, the price and of a good so microphone. much better than right. It was a lot more feasible for some <laughs> uncertainty. Sure. Yeah. No. For sure. <laughs> and and I like it. I already. I also. I'm like. Oh, I have built-in shelves now that. I'm yeah. <laughs> Right to kind of have instead of having to worry about desks and yeah so yeah that's and it all and it all works so that's what happens yeah I knew cheap, I knew you would you know? get excited get about creative. that one Santa. cheap cheap and creative <laughs> cheap and creative it. yes nah I I'm, can I'm you in tell love I'm a thrift store idea. girl you know <laughs> I can and I I mad respect also yeah. love the thrift store yep <laughs> so, yeah <laughs> this has been just incredibly fun because I knew it was yes. going to be from the moment that you and I met in person but also you know when Troy called you walking talking sunshine I was like oh yeah oh this is going to be great what a compliment <laughs> but it has been absolutely wonderful having you on the show today yes. I can't thank you guys enough it's an and honor it's, it's a pleasure to meet you for the first time oh so. my gosh it's so wonderful yeah. to finally put a face to the name <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I get to have two of my favorite people meet each other. This is Aww, this is all a good thing. <laughs> oh no, no crying, no crying in the booth. <laughs> there's no crying in podcasting. Yeah, I, uh, no crying in podcasting. But I know that oh there's going to be crying and and tears in a book later on. From sure. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I love you. I, this has been amazing. Aww. Thank you so much for being on the show today, Alexis. And you can find Alexis on TikTok and Instagram. And links to her social media, as well as everything that we talked about today, can be found in the show notes for this episode on our website, cupandsaucybooks.com. Follow us on social media and wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe if you like what you're hearing and leave us a review. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok as Cup and Saucy Books. Thank you for joining us for the Cup and Saucy Book Club. Join us next time for more great conversations with people from the world of books. And probably a few tangents. Happy reading. Cheers. Cheers.